Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. How many are ready for the word tonight? Hallelujah. Father, I just I, I speak right now and I just thank you for this time together. God, I thank you that all distractions and anything that would hinder the word that you placed in my heart being delivered, God, I thank you that those distractions would be removed in the name of Jesus. I thank you that your word would speak to each one of us, change us, God, from the inside out, that we can apply these things that we've heard tonight and that we will hear, Father, to our lives, that when we walk out of this place, we are a step further in never being the same ever again in Jesus name and everybody said amen. amen if you brought your bibles with you tonight turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 beginning with verse 4 1 Corinthians chapter 12 beginning with verse 4 and this is not going to be the verse that we're going to be landing on tonight this is really a setup verse of kind of setting up where we're going to be tonight um, and that's 1 Corinthians 12 We'll begin with verse 4. It says, God gives many kinds of special abilities. Everybody say abilities. God gives each one of us special abilities, but it is the same Spirit who is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service to God, but it is the same Lord we are serving. There are many ways in which God works in our lives, but it is the same God who works in and through us. Tonight, what I want to speak to you, this is, we're really going to, I thought this was going to be a one-part deal, but it's actually, as I went through this, it's actually going to be a two-part, so we'll kick it off tonight. And it's going to be one of those to-be-continued, y'all like those shows that they, it's like a cliffhanger, you're watching it in the middle of the week, and then you got to wait, or matter of fact, it's the end of the season, and it's a cliffhanger, and you got to wait for like three or four more months before it, like, I hate those shows. Um, that's what tonight's going to be, so, and just like, abruptly, I would just start praying and say, good night, have a great day, or whatever, so it's going to be one of those, I just have a feeling. I just have a feeling. But I titled the message simply, uh, Blocked Potential. Everybody say blocked. Blocked Potential. So, so what, what, is, what is potential? We hear about it early on. A lot of you that may have, may have been uh, in school sports or cheerleading or, or some, something like that, you may have heard a coach or someone that was a leader in an area that you were. You may have heard them speaking to your parents or someone over you and say, you know what, they, they've got a, Kim, Kim's got a lot of potential. Anybody ever heard that said over your life? You've got a lot of potential. Well, potential refers to what could be. It's not, it's not what's present or what's happening at the moment. It's what, it's referring to what could be. Potential is our unused strengths. It's the strength that I haven't tapped into. Sometimes I have to have that, that red juice uh, to tap into it. i got to find my way however I can. And the church said, oh, me. <laughs> but but it's, it's, potential is the unused strengths. It's the hidden talents or the capped capabilities. And it's interesting to note that out of the 5 billion people on the face of planet Earth, only, only very few, only not even half, very few people will ever tap into and maximize the potential that God has placed in 
in each one of us, in us. And that's what that verse was saying. Within each one of us, he's placed a special gifting, a special talent. There's something about you that makes you original. I remember one time uh, somebody said, hey, Bradley, you, you and I, man, we just alike. And I was like, we just alike. Well, if we just alike, one of us is unnecessary. And I'm going with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no. He has put, did I do okay on that, that joke? Okay. Do I need to give props where I got that from? She was like, stop robbing people's jokes. I'm just trying to be like Joe Osteen. You know, I like to start every week with something funny, something kind of cute. Okay, I'll stop right there. Um, but, but, but he's placed within each one of us a gifting or a talent. Okay? And that's, there's potential in, in what we do. It's almost like faith. I look at faith as a muscle. It's something you have to exercise your faith. It's the same thing with potential. God showed me this earlier today. It's the same thing like with potential. It's like a muscle. We have to work at stretching that out to get to the place of our potential. But tonight we're talking about blocked potential. When we think of, when we think of, when we think of being blocked, we automatically, or use the term blocked, we automatically look at it from uh, a victim standpoint. Like if somebody cuts you off in traffic, how many have ever been that victim before? Okay. Or, you're, or you went to a Christian concert, and this happened to my sister Brittany. She's not in here, so I can tell it. Um, she went to a Christian concert with our youth, and, and you think everybody that shows up leaving the Christian concert after we all just sang, you know, kumbaya, and I lay me down, I'm not my own, and I'm about my brother's business. When you get out in the parking lot, you expect, you know, somebody to say, hey, come on through, I'll let you in. No, they didn't want to do that. They wanted to block her. And I can't remember if there were some horns that were blowing or windows and hands. I don't, I, don't, I don't think there was any fingers flying, but I'm sure there was some hands moving. Uh, but, but have you ever been that person where somebody's blocked you? Or maybe it, was a, maybe it was a job promotion. I remember for years I worked at, at a company. In, for uh, 12 years I worked for a company in Georgia. And um, I was a supervisor. I was in management, but I was trying to become a manager. And um, I kept getting blocked uh, by people. I mean, they would, they, and we always, it was always a rule of thumb that they always hired from the inside before they went out. With this particular, when I thought I had it, uh, this, this cat came in from the outside and, uh, he was hired on and I got blocked. Uh, and I had a hard time with that for, for quite some time, but this is what God showed me. Had I been elevated to that role, I would have no longer been responsible for a group of 25 people. I would only been responsible for one. And see, God used me to, and I know that he did, looking back, I know that he used me to influence the lives of those 25 individuals and those people, um, you know, through situations and conversations that I probably could have gotten in trouble because, you know, I was sharing, I mean, I was just sharing Jesus, but it wasn't, I didn't come up to them. They knew there was something in me, and they wanted to know what it was, and they knew I had an answer. And um, so I look at it that way. So not every area that we get blocked from is a negative. We got to look at what is God trying to do. I got a message from someone the other day on Facebook, and I, I don't understand why. And y'all have heard me say this before, and I just replied to him, and I said, you know, instead of asking why, God, are you ha- was this happening to me? You say, God, what are you wanting me to learn through this experience? And that's, 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 a, that's a big thing to swallow, to go, because we all, God, why is this happening to my family? Why is this happening to me? Why in the, why? Why? We say that. Like, that's the first word that comes out. But instead of saying why, we should say, God, what are you wanting me to learn through that process. Uh, some of us, maybe you, you dated and, you know, you wanted to take that girl to the prom and some other dude got in there before you did and blocked you. You, ever, you know what I'm talking about? They got names for that, but just did it blocked you. And, 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 and when we use the term blocked, we generally assume or associate it with being discredited. That's, how, that's what we look at. 
That's how we see it. If somebody, if somebody blocks me, I'm feeling dis, I feel discredited. Why is that? Why is that? I believe that it's because we have the habit of subconsciously allowing someone else's opinion of us or the situation that we're in, we allow that to affect us in what we do. Like, if someone thinks something, I may, it may not be, my first instinct, I may respond in a certain way, but because they, they're thinking something, I may not respond the way that I, that I think I should. Does that make sense? I know I just got a little tongue, took you through a trip right there, but we back, okay? And, and, and that's why we do that. I mean, that's why I always say it's important that we speak life into people, that we speak life into us. When we wake up in the morning and, and our, we don't feel good, and my body will line up in the name of Jesus. And when I look in the mirror, when I had hair and it was messed up, this is when I had hair, this is this is a long time ago. You know, man, I, I look good because guess what? Because I, I struggle with insecurity. So I had to tell myself because I knew that people at school were laughing and I knew people were making fun, but I had to remember that God made me the way that I am and I got to be cool with, with who I am and, and how I look. Okay, so so we got to speak life into ourselves and into other people. I like to look at it this way. We've got to we got to breathe life into them because what did Jesus do when he created man? He he formed him out of dust and he what? He breathed life into them because let's face it. If all you hear is negativity over your situation or whatever it is, if all you hear is negativity, that's bringing death into whatever that is. So it's our responsibility as the church to help unblock some things off of people and our own selves, our own lives, by, by breathing life into their situations. That's a good time to say amen. Amen. I, we really, I, I, need to, I need to be looking for ways to breathe life into people. And, and we, we, God will give us many, many, many opportunities. It's called releasing. It's called releasing potential. When you do that, you're releasing potential. I was thinking about this. Why, why do people Why do people block us? We allow others to block us, and most of the time this happens that the person is doing that because they're looking after their own interests. They block you because that dude blocked me from asking that girl to the prom because he's looking after his own interests. Okay? And, and you can relate to that in any area of your life. If you ever get to a place where you feel blocked, it's because that person was not looking after your interests. They were looking after their own. Matter of fact, you, you may have friends. You may have friends uh, that are with you because, uh, because they're only with you because, they want it, because of what they can get out of the relationship. Ever had one of those? I'm not talking about dating. I'm just talking about friends. I'm talking about people to show up in front of you specifically when you, when you become blessed or, or, or something happens, people want to come around. Well, it's because, and I believe that we're supposed to bless people, but you've but you got to be careful because God blessed you because, and gave you common sense. Okay? But you've got to be careful that people aren't taking advantage of you in your heart. They want to hang out with you because th- they see that there's something in it for them. Let me say this. Beware of who you surround yourself with. Okay? I know as the church we're, we're to love all people, and I do. But, but if, if, if I get wind that you're always talking about me or you're, you're doing stuff to get at me, chances are pretty good you're not getting my time. Now, I'll, I still love and I still accept, but, but, but that's a death situation. And I need people, I need to surround myself with people that are going to speak life into me and that I speak life back into them. Because if not, all they're going to do is going to be like a leech and they're just going to suck, 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 suck. And I want to make sure that, that it's, a two-way, it's a two-way street. 
that, that I recognize in Corey the potential, and it's my responsibility to make sure that I elevate him, that he becomes successful in his potential. Are you tracking me? As the body of Christ, it's not just a pastor's responsibility. It's all of our responsibilities to identify the potential in other people and then help them get to where they are. Okay? That's our, that's our role. See, too many times we, we put that label on the pastor. Yeah, but that's his, that, that's, that's him. And he's, no, no, no. I put my pants on just like you do. I tie my shoes until I break out with the Velcro. I tie mine just like you do. If you have Velcro, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean anything by that. I'm just, I'm just saying. We're, we're on the same page. People are like, yeah, but that, that, that's, that's great. Oh, praise God for you. No, no, no. We, we, same blood running through me that's running through you. What's your excuse? See what I'm saying? Just, th- just throw it back. Just throw it back at them. Well, that's good for you, so-and-so. You go to church every week, and I go whenever I can. But what's your excuse? Why aren't you? You know, give it. You got to apply a little bit of pressure back to them. Somebody said, I didn't ask for all this. Well, I know you didn't, and I, that's not even in my notes, but I'm just feeling like the church needs to be pulled along to go. There needs to, there needs to, there needs to be some intentional pressure that is applied to people so that they come, they come forth. That potential comes forth out of them. Amen? Amen? So beware of who you surround yourself with. But as a Christian, I am. I'm, we're to serve other people, looking after the needs of others before ourselves. Somebody said, what's this got to do with potential? I'm getting there. I'm just, I'm just laying foundation. Position, excuse me, uh, 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 our role is to position others to win. Uh, there was a, a picture that I found on Twitter, and I think I, pu- I programmed the, this, this in there. It's not a picture. It's actually a word. It says, truly successful people never feel like by helping you, you're taking away from them. So I want to be that successful person that, that I never feel like if I'm helping you, it's taken away from something that I do. It's like I tell people all the time who volunteer in the church or, or leaders, and I've said this throughout the years, if you ever get to a place where your buddies call, maybe Wayne calls me and says, hey, man, uh, it's Wednesday night, I know, but, hey, we're going to, we're going, me and Beth are going out to eat, we're going to watch a movie. Oh, man, i got to leave worship tonight. If you ever get to a place where you say, I have to, you might as well go ahead and just erase your name off the list and make some things right because what I, sh- I should never say, man, I, I, got, I wish I could, but I got to. No, no, I wish I could, but I get to lead worship tonight. See how I changed that? I get to. I get, I have to go to church today. No, 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 I get to come to church. Because there are people that are dying to try to get to church. They are walking hours upon hours in third world countries to come into a place that doesn't look anything like this. I remember being in Haiti, and it's a garbage heap. I mean, we're standing there ministering, and I'm like, dude, it stinks so bad. These people don't even care. They've walked hours to be here, and they're planning on staying hours to, to stay, they're planning on being there for hours until they get what they need because they, they didn't come all that way to, to just to get a song and dance and, and praise God and, oh, I might lift my hand if, if I feel like it or if you sing my song. See the difference in the American church? It's called block potential. See, God wants so much for us, but, but we've got, we've, in our mind, it's got to be this way. And if it doesn't line up and I've got too much going on, so I can't really release, well, then you're blocking yourself. And I'm jumping ahead, but this is what God showed me. This is what he showed me. Yes, there are moments and situations in our life where someone can block me from something. But check this out. Not a single person can block me or you from our potential. 
You can block me from, from certain things. You might block me from that parking spot that I like beside the buggy exchange at Walmart. You may block me there, but you can't block me or take away my, you can't take away my potential. See, because God put it there. The only person who has control, whether you exercise your, your potential, is you. The only person that can, that, can, that can stop that is you. Well, you say, well, but currently my job situation, you know, I'm I'm qualified more than what the job is. Have you ever said that? I've said that. I'm, I'm a little more qualified than where I'm at. And I need to be, because of what I'm qualified to do, I should be in that role. Well, if that's where you are, and that's how your mind's thinking, you're blocking yourself of your potential. Because what I would like to present to you tonight is, why aren't you exercising that potential where you are? I've heard the saying, and my brother uh, 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 down in South Florida the other day when I went down to visit told me this. He said, because he was saying that I asked him was in a supervisor role. He said, no, but I've always heard, and I may chop this up, but he said, I've always heard do the role that you want to be in before you're in it. If you want to be a supervisor, go ahead and be a supervisor. I don't, I don't suggest you go around letting people go. They're just going to look at you. Or they may take you serious and walk out, and then the guy who really has the power is going to come have a conversation with you and went, where'd everybody go? <laughs> well, I let them go. I'm just exercising my potential because <laughs> my pastor said so. No, no, he did not. He did not. But don't let the enemy, see, that's how he does because the enemy wants to stop the flow of what God wants to do in your life. So exercise that potential where you are. I remember, well, that's easy for you to say because, you know, what's your job? I mean, how hard is it to hold a microphone and sing? And, and no, 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 I've been in those places. I've been in that situation where, dear God, I, I've, I mean, what you see, the dedication in the church, I did that same dedication at Intercall for 12 years. And I was that guy. How in the world y'all going to let this dude? Oh, I know why, because y'all go to church together. No, that's how it happened. He got the job because he went, I'm live, ain't I? He got the job because, because he went to church with that person, and there was a relationship. But see, God had another plan. His ways are higher, and his thoughts for my life are a lot higher than mine. And his thoughts for your life are a lot higher than what you think. So don't, be, don't get frustrated. See, blocked potential causes deep frustration. You can see that in people. When they feel like they're, 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 they've got potential and they feel like they're qualified to do something, if they're not, they become frustrated. And I don't know about you, but frustrated people, they're not cool to be around. I don't like being around frustrated people. I want to be like that. I want to be that needle that goes up to the balloon and goes, just let, all, just let that go. Let it go, let it go. Whatever, I don't even know that song. But, but let it go. Let it go. I wrote this down. Be the very best where God has you right now. Be the very best where God has you. Be the very best where God has you. I believe that blocked potential is, is dangerous. And remember, nobody else can block your potential but you. And it's dangerous. It's a dangerous place to be. Because when you become frustrated, it, it, it rolls over in every area of your life. If I'm frustrated, Amy Weber knows I'm frustrated. And nine times out of ten, she becomes frustrated. Because, yeah, it's just not pretty. 
And then our kids, and then Ansley goes into the, you know, I mean, just being real, you become frustrated. Nobody wants to be around a frustrated person. Well, because I have blocked potential. I feel like it should be like this. Well, that's because I feel like it. How's God feel like it needs to be? See, that's what I need to adopt is, God, okay, I, I know what I think it needs to be, but I, help me see your view. Help me see, help me see your side. Help me see your view. I remember reading in the book, matter of fact, it was, it was a book by Stephen Furtick. I can't remember the title. I read it just before we moved down here. And it was a, it was a line in the book. That, matter of fact, it's the line in the book that released me in my mind to make the trip, to make the move, to move our family down here. And this is what it says. Most Christians are not in imminent danger of ruining their lives. No, they're facing a danger that's far more greater, wasting them. And dude, that hit me. Because in my mind, I thought things should be rolling this way. But I would have been wasting my potential because God had something greater in store. Amen? So, so I don't, I don't want to be that Christian that just wastes my life. I call them, you just suck air. You're sucking H2O. I don't want to be that person. I want to be about purpose. I want to be about my potential. I want to be, I remember I said that, 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 that potential is like a muscle. And, and you gotta, you gotta work it. You gotta work that thing. You gotta work, work that muscle. Work that area. Work out your potential. So what, let me ask this. What are you doing for the kingdom? What are you doing to advance the kingdom? Well, I come to church. Well, that, the devil shows up in people, in churches all around the country every Sunday. But what are you doing to advance the kingdom? What are you doing to advance the kingdom? I read this quote that said, ineffective people live day after day with an unused potential. They live day after day with unused potential. Man, I say it all the time. I want to live, li- live a life poured out. When I lay down at night, I want to know that I gave whatever it was on my plate, whatever I had on my t- I want to know that I spent it all. I gave everything. So when it comes to God, when it, to my potential, I want to know that I spent it all. That day... I spend it all. And let me say this about potential. We look at potential, and I, and I have to. Potential is not a destination. It's not a place you arrive at and go, bam, 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 I'm, I'm hitting on all cylinders. No, 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 no. Potential is, 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 is it's a process. Potential is a process. Potential is a process. We make, let me say it this way. It's not one big decision. It's in the, the small decisions that we make. That's how you're exercising or flexing your potential. It's in the small decisions. It's all the times that you say no, 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 so that you're in a position to say yes. All the jobs that you may turn down, even though, even though it may be a, listen, it could be a pay increase. It could be, it could be a title change up. But just be, let me tell you something. The, the devil will put a counterfeit purpose in front of you and go, oh, well, that must be from you, God, because it's making my finances look a lot better. And people are going to hold me at a higher level because I now have a title behind my, in front of my name. No, sometimes you may have to say no, 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 so that you can say yes. Because guess what? If I'd have said no, yes, what God wanted me to do, I no longer can say yes to because I missed it. I blocked my potential. Do you see that? I blocked my potential. The enemy will use, listen to this, the enemy will use your giftings and your qualities to produce a counterfeit purpose. He'll make you feel like, this is what, well, I can, I'm, I'm going to use me, I can only use me an example because I only know me. 
well, I can go lead worship for, for New Spring Church because I know, I know somebody, and, 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 and that's got to be good because I'm, I'm leading for the church. No, no, no. He, and there's nothing wrong with that situation, if, but that may not be the track that God wanted for my life. And matter of fact, I know it's not because I know I was supposed to be in Chiefland. Even though I have moments of flesh, and I question that at times, we all have moments of flesh, and we question the direction God's placed in our lives. If you don't, then I question your communication or if you even have a pulse. Okay, and 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 but but see that's not what he wanted. See, God, the enemy will give you false purpose, and you got to be careful. See, it's not just it's not just black and white. If it was, we'd all we'd all be we'd all be saved. We'd all make it to heaven. There'd be no issues. But no, the enemy no. He only thing he can do he can't create anything. All he can do is is produce a counterfeit. That's all he can do. We must realize that using, just using our gifts and abilities isn't, doesn't necessarily mean that we're reaching our potential. Just because you're using your gift does not mean that you've, you're, you're reaching your potential. Again, you've got you to gotta have a relationship with Christ. You've got to be in the Word. More than just somebody spoon-feeding or breaking the bread open this way, you've got to be in the Word for yourself to know, God, is this what you want for my life? Is this the person I'm supposed to marry? Is this, I mean... How many kids are we supposed to have? I mean, it boils down to, God, I don't want to do anything aside from what your will is for my life. And we have the potential to mess that up. I've taken a lot of detours in my life, a lot of pothole roads. And I'm not talking about the one that I actually was in a vehicle driving. I'm talking about my life took some turns because I had a free will and I made choices and some of them, I, honest to God, I, some of them I thought was because I was exercising my gift. I thought that, that I, I'm at my potential and I was further from my potential what God wanted for my life. And that's a dangerous place to be. That too, my friend, can cause frustration. When you're away from what God wants, yeah. Now he'll bless you. And he'll stay, he's still going to take care of you and they're still covering. But the road that you're on is a lot rougher than the one that he paved out for you to begin with. So it's very, very, very important that we stay, we stay in communication with him. I love this. I wrote this down. And then I'm going to wind up. When we find, this is about our gifts and our abilities. When we find the why he's given us that gift and the what we're supposed to do with that gift, it's in that moment that we begin doing the why and the what rather than just doing the gift. My, my focus should be on why I'm doing it and what, what, what I've got to do and why I'm doing it. Because if I just focus on the gift, I'm missing it. See, because if I just got up here and produced a set list and I sang and it sounds okay and I hit a few bad notes and whatever, you'll forgive me. But I never, I never knew why I was doing it and I ne- never knew what I was doing it for. Well, I know the reason. I'm doing it, why? Because there's a lot of broken people who, for whatever reason, have blockage in them and they can't get into his presence on their own. So therefore, God's anointed a, a, a vessel that, 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 that will do that and help. That's, that's the why. The what? I'm doing it for broken people. Who look at me and go, and he's broken too. Some of the most vulnerable moments, people are like, well, we just don't know you. Let me, let me share something with you. One of the most vulnerable moments is when you see me on the platform in worship. That's vulnerable. That's the most vulnerable. That's the most real. The realness that you're, that you're going to see. 
And then when I preach, I'm going to tell a joke and I'm going to be stupid. I'm going to show that I'm human and I'm, you know, I drink little red stuff and I, I, all that stuff. I'm not trying to be anything. That's, that's the vulnerable moment. It's because I identify that it's not about the gift. It's about the why am I doing it and what for. So what we need to look at when we go to the job is why am I doing this and for what? Sure, a paycheck, but there's more people in there. Remember what I said a couple weeks ago? God wants to do something in you so he can do something through you. If all I do is take it this way, the things that he's placed in me, they may lift. The giftings are irrevocable, but the other extras that he puts in our lives, they may, they may go away. How many know stale groceries can't sit up in the cupboard forever? Somebody going to come and throw it away. Did you hear that? <laughs> Stale food doesn't sit up in the cupboard forever. Eventually, somebody's going to come and move it out the way if it didn't serve its purpose. I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know where that came from. I do know where it came from. The, the danger of blockage, and I'm probably not even going to that last verse that was going to set up where we're going to go and be to be continued. The dangers of blockage, think about an artery that has blockage. It's something, it's blood that's supposed to pass through. Your potential is supposed to pass through you. And when there's a blockage, what happens? I mean, it's a life or, it's life or death. Aneurysms. All, all, all this, anything that has blockage that, that has to do with the human body, if it can't pass through, eventually it will erupt and it could cause death. Same thing with our, our potential and our purpose. If, and again, it's nobody's responsibility but yours to remove anything that's blocking your potential. The enemy will always come. The enemy will always come and hit us at our weakest moments. You can strike them keys up and then we're done. He, will, he always comes to what, what, our, what our weakest moments, what our weaknesses are in our lives. And that's where he, that's where he gets us at potential. He, he hones in for the weakness. Next week we're going to look... We're going to look at the life of Samson and Delilah. It's not going to be the lust affair that everybody thinks that I'm going to talk about. It's not that at all. Because I want to see, I want us to look at what God has showed me about potential. And how, what we do to block the potential. But then how God will also use what's left. Because so many times we feel like, well, I'm just washed up and I can't. No, 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 no. God will use what's left. I'm sure if I polled the room, there's a lot of people in here that go, my story is probably too bad. And there's no way. It's cool that he uses you. No. Maybe, maybe one day, Amy and I can share our story. I'm telling you, he will use the weaknesses in your life for you to cause a blockage that will erupt and cause, if not physical death, a spiritual death. For me, I'd rather die physically than to go through a spirit. I would, I would rather die than walk through this life without Christ. I would rather die than, try to, than really do it on my own. Because trying to do it on your own, when you realize that you're really just out there by yourself, that's, that, is, that is a scary place to be 
And our role as the church is to pull people in, to pull people back. Yeah, to pull people, to pull people back in. When I see her at Walmart working behind the counter, the most beautiful smile. And I know, you know, and I I I told you how I am. I'm like, well, how can I? Man, I hope you have a great day. I I know y'all are busy, so I only get a few seconds with you. I hope you have a great day. But a lot of times, it's when I'm having a bad morning and I see her smile. See, it's, it's, it's back and forth. But our role as the church is to look for people who have blockage and if we can help. See, I can't block his potential, but I can also help him remove the blockage. That's our role as the church. I can't block your potential. But the things in your life that are, that's in the way from getting there, my responsibility, not as a pastor, but just as a Christian, that means all of us, my role is to help remove those things. Okay? So with that, I conclude part one of blocked potential. And next week we're going to dive in and we're going to see what it was like in the life of Samson. The greatest potential that he had in the areas of weakness that blocked, but then how God used what was left. And sometimes in my life, I'm like, God, is, it's what's left. I feel like that's all I have is this is what's left. But it's so funny because every, it's almost like, it's almost like the story in the Bible when, when uh, the oil kept overflowing and overflowing. It just kept, he told her to go get, told the widow to get what she had left. And she just kept making and kept making and kept making. It's almost like in moments of my life, I'm like, I say that on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But it never fails. I always feel like he just replenishes and refills. As long as I stay, it's all about humility. What is that? It's all about humility. That's all that that, that is. It's not really that I'm depleted. I'm depleted of me. And that's how we got to be. If you want to reach your potential, you got to deplete and empty yourself of yourself and say, God, this is all I have, and then watch what he'll do with that. Okay? Amen. God, I thank you for your word tonight. God, I thank you that it spoke. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.